Welcome to Senequa Non News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. Today we're going to talk about conservative cancellations. To that end, we have three cases. Stephen Crowder, Tucker Carlson, and Gamer World with Matt Walsh. First, let's go over Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder is being attempted to uh, be canceled by Candace Owens, who played a video of an interaction between Steven Crowder and his very pregnant wife. I don't know if you've seen the video or not. When I saw it, I was like, that's a pretty lame (laughs) interaction between the two. It was not a uh, friendly one, but it was not an actively hostile one either. And we're going to go over that right now. So in this conversation, there's a lot of uh, negative comments towards each other and so forth. Uh, first starting out with her wanting to take the car to go shopping and Steven Crowder forbidding her from doing that. And a lot of people looked at that as him being bossy, macho, chauvinistic, and so forth, and an indicator of emotional abuse. However, this is a very pregnant woman, and when she says she wants to go shopping and drive the car, she's literally threatening that baby's life when you can go into labor at any moment you shouldn't be behind the wheel on the road that's what was going on there nobody brought that up candace didn't bring it up other people i saw didn't bring it up either and i thought that was a huge gaffe on everyone's part i can't believe anybody missed that especially any woman who's been a mother and i know candace has at least a couple of kids And then uh, she goes on throughout that. She said that she never tried to extort anything from Steven Crowder. And I think when Steven Crowder said that, I don't know that that was uh, the right words to use. But she definitely threatened him with exposing him in this video and so forth. So that was very disingenuous. And then she reads a statement from the lawyers of uh, Crowder's wife, wife. saying that he got surgery and that it was elective surgery. And uh, so she thought it was like him getting breast implants. Everybody knows he had a surgery where he had some stuff done to himself internally because of an issue with his lung capacity in his heart. And these surgeries, while they may be classified as elective, are not necessarily uh, not required. So... They can say it's not required because you haven't gotten to the point where your lungs are failing or anything like that. However, what you want to do in these cases is you want to get these surgeries earlier so that you can fix the problem and get fully recuperated and recovered so that you can do that work and then have a nice long life instead of spending your life at 50% until it actually gets worse and worse and then you get too sick so they can't operate on you and that happens a lot and people don't realize that for example i had a friend he got his hip replaced and it was a little bit early for that he was in excellent health he was a former olympic athlete and but he decided to go ahead and get the get the operation so that he could fully rehabilitate himself after the operation and uh, he was in martial arts he did judo and when you do that you do a lot of throws and when you do a lot of throws it causes problems with your hips and he got a hip replacement so he did that and they had gotten the 
the techniques down on this operation to where it was very minimally invasive, but it was still an elective surgery. So he got it, and he's everything went well. His recovery, re- rehabilitation went fantastic, and he's in better shape than he's ever been. So th- those are considerations that Crowder had to make when doing that as well. And uh, I just thought, as far as the rest of it went, I do think that Crowder was a little bit uh, bossy. His wife was extremely, extremely submissive. And I think that's what made it look worse for him. But it wasn't him. It was her being extremely submissive. And many people have said that, you know, that this recording was probably pre-planned and so forth. And that could be true. And I, I, I tell a lot of people this. I, I mean, if you're a wife married to a man and you don't know how to control them <laughs> after a few years of marriage, you got a serious problem. Most most women are past that point after, you know, several dates. I don't understand that in, in large part. Uh, women got it made in a lot of ways, and it's really easy to, to push those buttons to get what you want out of the guy, and you know what buttons to push, and you know what you're going to get from it. So it just seems like... Uh, uh, the other thing is that this is just a little snippet out of their lives. It is not representative of their lives at large. Lord knows somebody that can be a complete doormat one day, and they'll rip your throat, your, they'll rip your heart out in front of you and eat it the next day. So this is hardly representative of their lives. It, it does cast a bad light on Crowder, but in, only in the most marginal ways. I think it was largely a fail to tell you the truth. Make what you want out of that. I thought I would add that additional information since no one had added that. Most of the other stuff I thought was very uh, marginal uh, in considering that he was emotionally abusing. So now let's move on to Tucker Carlson. And this is going to be pretty short because Fox got fired Tucker Carlson and they've been trying to destroy him ever since. And actually, the firing was meant to destroy partially destroy him as well because it was during uh, right after the settlement with uh, the vote machine company in order to make it look like that Tucker was being fired as part of that and that he was partially responsible when in fact he was the, one of the few reporters if not the only reporters that was calling out uh, Sydney Way uh, uh, that Sydney lawyer that hey this isn't right this isn't what really happened and so forth and he was uh, doing as much to uh, keep the Fox name clean as anyone else in the news. But they did that to him anyway. They put out several hit pieces, and obviously Fox News is very bad at that because all these hit pieces have done nothing more than make Tucker more famous. They've done nothing more than watch Fox crash and burn again and again day after day they've lost their audience it looks like permanently from Tucker Carlson and he was carrying a large load at Fox when it comes to their ratings so that's uh, been pretty funny to watch and then we're going to move on to now the uh, gamer world where Matt Walsh and he's not the only one this is happening in conservative circles in which they are behaving foolishly, taking pot shots at the gamer world, 
And uh, there's a lot of people in the gamma world who uh, really have conservative beliefs and thoughts and so forth, but uh, they don't feel representative because they're usually dismissed by a lot of these conservative opinion guys like Matt Walsh and others who don't take them seriously, think they're overgrown children and so forth because they play games as adults and so forth. And uh, unfortunately, somebody brought up a critique and, uh, from the past and the quartering commented on it, uh, basically letting them know that they're missing a large population of people that they could probably have on the conservative side if they would reach out to them or just open the door because I think in many ways a lot of the gamers have reached out but they've had the door slammed in their face. And instead, Matt responds to that as some sort of a personal attack, and he argues uh, the morality of this stuff and how games are bad because of violence and so forth. And uh, says, well, the evidence for that, just look around. And, uh, and the sad state of this whole argument on both sides is that there are, in fact, zero facts on either side, which makes it a huge tragedy because you cannot have evidence and reason play a part in the arguments. And that's just going to descend into name-calling is what it's going to do, and that's what basically is what has happened. Uh, Matt's just as wrong in his assumptions. There's always been violence on TV. There's always been violence to young people when you look at cartoons. And I would argue with this example. Yeah, you might see a little more blood when you're gaming on the Internet and so forth, but at least... When you shoot somebody or cut somebody up, it shows them dying. Whereas, back when I was a child, 40, 50, 60 years ago, you saw cartoons where they would shoot each other in the face and nothing would happen. At worst, it would blow up their cigar and they'd get some gunpowder burns of their hat and their head or whatever. That's a most, much worse lesson for these people to learn as children because that tells you, you can shoot your friend, it'll be okay. And then you'll kill him and not realize that it was a deadly weapon. So uh, I think people don't look at it or consider that side of, uh, of that approach at all. And it's a huge miss uh, for conservatives because they have a, a lot of gamers out there who do contribute a lot to society. Because they look at that and they say, well, you know, all they do is play these games. And it's bad because a lot of these people get exposed to a lot of gore. And I don't necessarily, I don't deny that. That's out there. But they can also, parents can take responsibility of their kids' lives and steer them to what kind of games they can play and so forth. And I would say there is a good side to gaming. Because many of these people got interested in computers because of gaming. Lord knows there's probably a whole slew of IT professionals, developers, and people all throughout the uh, technological industry who are making programs and developing products and technical products that service the larger economy throughout almost all the products and all their cycles. And that is a huge contribution to our country. I mean, even all of our uh, consumer products, some of the most important products, are gauged by the how well they serve the gaming community. Most of the reviews of new chips, whether it's a CPU or a GPU, are judged by how well they do against 
these complex games and so forth. It, it, it's almost an afterthought to compare them how they do on the productivity suites because it's much more challenging for these processors to be able to handle these games. These games have gotten so complex and they've gotten so accurate, they're becoming almost like real life. And that has been a huge boon to our society. If it weren't for gamers, we'd probably be stuck with computers with the way they were when I was there. It was all MS-DOS. And pretty much, you know, you can do all the complex calculations for mathematics and things like that. But really, you don't need it for much else after that. And uh, in fact, this has helped immensely even on some of the reports that they do in the business community because you wouldn't have that expertise in the graphics graphics and animation and what they do in the movies if it weren't for the gamers. They've totally changed uh, uh, what you could do with cinema because of their breakthroughs in technology and so forth. So I think that's the other thing is nobody looks at, well, what has the, what's been the good that's come out of that? And it turns out quite a lot, quite a lot. Well, that's all I have, I have for you today. Until next time. For Senequanon News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good day.